Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen. No flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. Thank you for joining us here on A Chance at Tiki Talk. This is episode two. Let's take a stroll on over to the Tiki Ticker and see what's happening this week in Disney news. This is the Global Broadcasting Service, serving remote outposts since 1928. This week, talking magician Mickey Mouse made his debut at the Town Square Theater in the Magic Kingdom. Keith, what do you think about this news? This technology is outstanding. Disney has actually worked on this for years now, where they take like voices with the characters and they, they sync up the uh, heads with the blinking eyes and his mouth will move better interact with the guests. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's a fascinating technology as well. Um, it's just it's just it's amazing to think where the technology has come from over the years. From you know the the old Mickey costume, which back in when Disneyland first opened up, you know Mickey Mouse was actually kind of scary. Um, to today's over the years, you know his his the costume has gotten smaller, his face has gotten smaller. It looked more realistic. Then you came to the blinking eyes, and then the stage show came to where the mouths were moving, uh, synced up with the um, uh, the words and the music from the shows are performing, and to actually interactive Mickey, where he's actually going to talk to you. So it's actually quite fascinating to see the progression of of technology and where it's co- where it's gone and where it's going to where it's come from where it's going to. So, you know, it's fun. I just have you know, I have some concerns with it where you know, I think it's the RFID in your magic band is going to play an important role because I'd hate to see Mickey do the same lines over and over again if it if they're just using like a, a stocked um voice there. So, you know, it's great. I hope I hope they just constantly evolve it, and uh, you know, it could be a lot of fun. Kids are going to love it. Adults are going to love it. I mean, there's a lot of Mickey fans out there, so this is a great thing for the parks. It's more to do, more to see, so it's something fun to do. Absolutely, I I agree with both of you. I think this is the next step for Disney moving forward uh, into the you know, the next magical experience for their guests. Also, this week, the Glow with the Show years debuted at the Walt Disney World Resort. First at Fantasmic over at the studios, and then over at uh, Magic Kingdom Park for Wishes. Uh, Sean, what did you think about these Glow with the Show years? You know, I got to... The beauty of uh, YouTube is you get to see things almost instantaneously when they happen. Um, so, you know, I got to see the, the Fantasmic Show and, and the Wishes. The Fantasmic Show definitely looked a lot better um, because, you know, majority of people had the ears. So, the... It's quite fascinating seeing that because it definitely adds another dimension to the show. So, you know, seeing red, blue colors up on stage, you're going to see those same exact colors in the audience. So it's quite fascinating seeing that. Um, Then when you get to the the wishes, it's a little bit different. There weren't as many people participating in it. 
and it's but still it's it's great it definitely adds more to your enjoyment of uh you know the disney entertainment in the parks um but there's some downs downsides to it it's uh you know 25 dollars, so it's going to be costly for a family of four or however many people are in the party so you really have to think about are you going to shell out a hundred bucks for you know your your entire family to partake in this um grand experiment in Disney World, I guess you can say. But, you know, it's it's going to be something if people participate in it and everybody's doing it, it's going to it's going to add a lot more to the shows. So I think it's a great thing and especially, you know, some of the extra, you know, hard ticketed events that they have, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party and the Christmas party. So they can set things no matter where you are in the park, your ears are going to change colors throughout the park. So I think that's a great thing. It's going to be fun seeing that. And especially at nighttime, that's my favorite time to be in the park. Just like, you know, they say, um, Jiminy Cricket has said with uh, Walt Disney, I mean, you, you can't beat nighttime in the park. So, you know, it just adds another dimension to, um, you know, your, your magic and your, your stay in the parks. What about you, uh, Keith? I agree. Um, I like the idea. Um, I'm not sure if the ear hats are best for this. The price point is high. And if you watch the videos from opening night when the ears were handed out for free if you bought the Fantasmic dining package, and then the second night where it's not free, there's a huge difference. Once again, the technology is great. I think if they would like, make them with those plastic like wristbands or like a necklace or something else that was a cheaper price point, then like, more people uh, would be able to purchase them and then the experience overall would be a whole lot better. But it's Disney and you're expected, you know, to spend money on stuff that you normally wouldn't anyway, but I think overall $25 is a bit high. I definitely agree with both you guys. I mean, when people are using them, they look great. Uh, I saw them for World of Color in Disneyland, and, and they look really good. Um, but you're right. If there's five or six people using them in the audience, it doesn't really have the effect that Disney's going for. That'll do it for this week's Tiki Ticker. Now let's get on with the show. All right, this week's segment is um, something we're really excited about, something we're bringing back, not necessarily Disney, but it's definitely been on TV before. It's called $40 Disney Dollars a Day. That's right, $40 Disney Dollars a Day. The old Rachel Ray show on the Food Network is here on the Enchanted Tiki Talk podcast. For those that don't know the rule of $40 Disney Dollars a Day, here they are. First, you must stay under the $40 budget. Second... You have to have a counter service meal, one snack, a sit-down meal, and include an 18% tip, but we are not including tax. So this week on the 40 Disney Dollars a Day segment, we're heading on over to Disney's Hollywood Studios, and I'm going to stop off and grab my quick service meal at the Backlot Express. Here, I ordered a third-pound Angus onion straw bacon cheeseburger with the house sauce served with french fries, um, at 10.49, and I had a soda at 2.99. I got the large soda, and that total price came to 13.48. Um, how about you, Keith? I stopped at Fairfax Fair. Uh, it's right across from the uh, Fantasmic Theater. I got the Fairfax salad. I know I'm not a real big salad guy, but this one has romaine lettuce with chili, roasted corn, peppers, cheese, and 
It's served with a jalapeno ranch. It is a big salad for a small price, $7.99. What about you, Alan? For my counter service, I went to Men and Bill's Dockside Diner. I ordered the sausage marinara and mozzarella bread cone that's served with a bag of chips. That's $8.99. And a bottle of Dasani water for $2.50. So a total of $11.49 for my counter service meal. Okay. So um, we'll head to our uh, sit-down meal. And for my choice, I went to the Sci-Fi Dine-In. And I grabbed the Reuben corned beef sandwich, which had sauerkraut, Swiss, Thousand Island dressing on the marble rye bread. And that's served with a pickle spear and a choice of cucumber salad or french fries. And I probably would have skipped both the the, 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 the cucumber salad or french fries since I already had french fries this morning or this or my other meal beforehand. And that price was twelve forty nine, And I grabbed the soda with that at two ninety nine. So my total came to 15.48 with a tip of 2.79 and that grand total was 18.27. How about you Keith? I jumped over to 50's Primetime Cafe. I had a fried chicken, which is humongous portion. It's uh, four pieces of fried chicken with mashed potatoes, collard greens. I'm kind of cheating on drinks, so I'm um, I'm just having a water because I saving room and money uh, for snack later on. Um, but your fried chicken rounds out to $17.99 with a tip $3.23 for a total of $21.22. What about you, Alan? Well, apparently we're eating dinner together, Keith, because I hey. also went to the 50s Primetime Cafe, and I also ordered Aunt Liz's Golden Fried Chicken. <laughs> uh, like you said, the mashed potatoes, the gravy... Uh, and collard greens. I'm from the south, so I got to go get some fried chicken and some greens. Uh, for my drink, you can actually get good old fashioned, legit cherry coke here. I'm not talking, you know, that fake stuff. I'm talking cherry grenadine syrup in a coke, and that's three dollars. Oh, now that's what? Go ahead, that sounds great. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> that's three dollars and nineteen cents. Uh, so that's a total of uh, twenty-one dollars and eighteen cents plus three dollars eighty-one cent tip. For twenty four ninety nine. All right. So the the last things we have are snacks, and um, luckily for me, I was able to have two snacks today. Um, I headed on down to the writer stop and I grabbed an ice mochaccino, and that was three ninety nine. And I also went to the Anaheim Produce down on Sunset Boulevard and grabbed the S- Granny Smith apple slices with caramel at three forty nine. And that brings my grand total for the day at $39.23. Keith, what about you? Okay, so I have dehydrated myself all day long on just water because <laughs> there is nothing I like better after watching Fantasmic than a turkey leg, which is my snack, which is most people's dinner, but my snack. So um, I stopped at Torluca Turkey Legs, and which I think is the best place for turkey leg in all four parks. It is amazing. It comes to $9.49, so for a total for the entire day of $38.80. How did you end your day, Alan? Well, Keith, you like to have that turkey leg after Fantasmic. Personally, I'm going to have my snack during Fantasmic. Um, before uh, before the show starts, I'm going to head up to Hollywood Hills Theater and get my personal favorite snack in all of Walt Disney World. And you guys may give me a hard time about this, but it beckons back to my childhood and, and eating these with my dad 
Uh, but I'm going to go get a churro. It's my favorite, and it's only $3.50. So add that into my earlier meals, and I have a grand total for the day of $39.98. Oh, wow. That's that's close. <laughs> you, uh, you're lucky we're not charging tax. I am very lucky we're not charging tax, but... Hey, we agreed no tax, and exactly. Can you tell I'm the uh, I'm the banker of the group because I got it right <laughs> down to two cents to uh, two cents to the dollar there. All right, so our goal is now to get to thirty nine ninety nine. <laughs> Try to beat you next time but, we do a uh, segment. Know, I'm going to get on it. <laughs> no, but it's something you really want to have, though. There's no cheating. You can't just order something because you want to get to thirty nine ninety nine. No, I absolutely like it. Literally, the churro is my favorite snack, and. The, the sausage marinara bread cone at Men and Bills, that's actually what I ate at lunch at the studios on my trip a couple weeks ago. So that's a legit item that I would order. And uh, I'm from the South, so you know I'm not going to turn down fried chicken and collard greens. <laughs> All right, so I want to comment on your snacks, guys. Um, Alan, number one, I enjoy a churro. Um, you know, I have it from. I won't have it on every trip, but I do throw it in there every once in a while. It's a great snack, especially if they're warm. Because I've had them when they're not really warm. They've been sitting out for a while. But when they're warm, those things are incredible. Um, Keith, believe it or not, I've never had a turkey leg. I've been in the presence of them. Yeah, I've never had a, I've never had the guts to have one. My wife and I look at them all the time. And we're like, how can anybody eat those things? But we just have never done them. I've okay. had one once. Um, and I wasn't that impressed. It's just like eating salt water. <laughs> But we all know that it's not really a turkey, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's like an emu. ostrich leg. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an emu. It's an emu. But, but um, and <laughs> to be fair, um, I have had them at other places where they aren't as good. I know that the carts where they have them, um, they're baked in a plastic bag or something, and they're, you know, handed out. Um, they are not as good as at the studios seems like you know they come right from the smoker and you know they taste a lot better but i just want to know who is going to be at disney world and order apple slices sean really yeah come I mean, on come man, on. that's garbage apple no slices. they're good they're good you know i about saying apples aren't good but who orders apples at disney world um, I'm down there eating do. like cinnamon rolls and churros and because we all know calories don't count on vacation. So well, I'm going to town on the good stuff and you're eating apples. Come on, man. All right, we'll get into this in another podcast because that's going to be part of another show that I'm going to talk about because my wife and I love the apples. OK, it's enjoyable. It's a snack we enjoy. I like apples, too, when they're like dipped in caramel and they right. look like, you know, Mike was it has caramel. They're pre-cut. All I have to do is take the apple, throw it into the caramel, throw it in my mouth. What's so hard about that? It's not you the ease of eating it. It's just the fact that you're eating fruit at Disney World. <laughs> Come on. You guys are just jealous because I thought of it first. The only fruit I eat is uh, in the form of a Dole Whip or a citrus swirl yeah. or some kind of adult beverage that has a fruit in it. <laughs> oh, come on. You guys are juvenile now. Apples are good for you, you know. What did your mom always say? An apple a day keeps the doctor away. But a turkey leg a day makes you happy. <laughs> well, I'll try that on my next trip. Okay. If I had to choose, I have to, I would go with the apple slices over the turkey. Ah. Sorry, Keith. Uh, well, I did have backup plan. 
if you guys were um, were strict about my drink choices, because I didn't really drink a whole lot, but I was actually gonna buy churro as well, because I do enjoy them a lot, but since you weren't extremely strict about, you know, our pop or soda choices. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what this pop is that you speak of. I'll send you one. What kind? Cheer wine, please. Exactly. Oh, I love cheer wine. Cheer oh, wine. God. Who doesn't love a good cheer wine? It's so hard to get up here. I have um, I have a stash from when my family came up in November that I'm living off of right now. I don't have much left. So if anybody out there is listening and want to send me cheer wine, please do. <laughs> well, you know, I found uh, out. Go ahead. I found out um, that Sheets actually has it here in Ohio. So I've been hitting up every Sheets I can find and buying them in cases from them. And they just they stare at you funny when you ask for that. But they sell it to you anyway. But you guys realize yeah, but- that Tier Line is made approximately two hours from my front door in Salisbury, North Carolina, right? I know where it's made. I've actually contacted them. I have. I actually have one of those soda stream machines, right? I actually contacted Cheerwine and asked them if I can purchase syrup. And they said, yes, you can, but you have to purchase there in their facility. Oh, no. And I'm too far away. So, uh, I, Alan, well, live, maybe you can get some for me? Live show in North Carolina, and we'll go to the Cheerwine plant <laughs> and uh, drink Cheerwine and record our episode number 50 or whatever that one happens to be. That works for me. Tiki Talk Road Trip. That works. There you go. That's an easy one for me. It's only two hours. <laughs> That's how we would spend our $40. Now we want to know how you'd spend yours. Let us know by emailing us at enchantedtikitalk at gmail.com or in the show notes over at enchantedtikitalk.podbean.com. All right, guys. I think that's uh, what we have time for today. But um, we want to thank everybody for joining us on our little adventure here. That'll do it for this week's show. Be sure and follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can reach me at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M-I-N Disney Dream on Twitter and MouseWorldVacations.com. That's MouseWorldVacations.com. You can find me at Dolt Whip Daily on Twitter and DoltWhipDaily.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been the Enchanted Tiki Talk Podcast. Thank you.